We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I'm your host, Kyle Banduho. Today, we've got another Top Fives episode. We've got one suggested by the Patreon group, and then one Top Five ranking with me and my returning guest, Danny Weiser from the Rank Kings podcast. If anyone knows making a Top Five, it's Danny. I was thrilled to have him back on. Uh, before we dive into it, want to shout out our Big Screen Sports Patreon group and shout out to our producer-level Big Chill patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Drees, Chris Mykoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, Stephen DeBoe, and Classic Stadium Fire. Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show. If you are a Patreon member of the show or if you want to support the show uh, at patreon.com slash sports, you can vote on movies for the show to cover. Last chance to get in those votes for a Christmas movie as well as a December movie. Get schedule updates, ad-free episodes on an exclusive Patreon feed. You get some merch all while supporting the show. And if you want to support the show for free, tell a friend. So, like I said, uh, we're doing two top fives. We're doing our favorite movie or pop culture, Santa's, I guess. Can't remember if we put in a TV one there or not. And fictional athletes you would want to have over for holiday dinner. Uh, Danny and I, we, we brought different vibes to both of these lists. Hope everyone enjoys that. Quick uh, quick programming note, uh, my my audio, my local audio got a little messed up. I had to use my, my Zoom backup. So, you might hear some random clicks and other things, but, um, you know, that... That's just par for the course. It happens. It happens. Uh, so if, if everyone enjoys this episode and if you enjoy uh, Danny, go check him and tie out on the rankings podcast that comes at you every week. Uh, they, I'll, I'll do a better job of selling it than Danny did when I intro him. Every episode, him and his co-host Ty, they make a top 10 list. They bring in a guest, which is sometimes me, to judge those lists, uh, You know, bring their own lists. It's, it's a lot of fun. They do a lot of fun things. I encourage everyone to check that out. So without further ado, here's me and Danny Weiser talking our top five pop culture Santas and top five fictional athletes we would want to have over for holiday dinner. All right, joining in today, returning to the show, uh, he's, I mean, for good reason, my rankings guy. When we do some top fives, got to call on Danny. He is the co-host of the Rankings Podcast, Danny Weiser. Danny, what's going on, man? What's up, dude? I, you're my crimes guy, and I'm your rankings guy. It's a good partnership here. I think. Perfect. Perfect. They, like like most criminal enterprises, <laughs> they, they are based on a, a good tandem. Yeah. Um, before we, before we dive into it for today's episode, uh, tell the folks about the, the rank Kings, what you guys do, what do you, what do you have on tap coming up in the holiday season? 
Yeah, we just rank stuff. Uh, that's, that's kind of it. Not a whole lot to it. We just had this dumb idea for a show where we would rank whatever random topics we could. Um, coming up in December, we've got fictional universes that we would want to be sucked into. Uh, Christmas TV episodes are most anticipated for of the year 2023. And we're also reviewing our episode we did a year ago of most anticipated 2022 to see how those things we were excited about panned out. So just kind of random, whatever dumb topics we can think of. I, I I've said this before. I think it's the best idea ever for a podcast. So uh, I'm always, I'm always thrilled when I get to go on, everyone go check out the rank Kings. But um, for for that reason, you're you're my go-to when we we're going to do some top fives. We're not not a, not a typical episode of Big Screen Sports. Just just talking some some lists. So, kind of holiday themed. We we've got one that's holiday themed, one that uh, you know taps into the sports movie thing. Because event, occasionally we do have to talk about sports movies on the yeah. show, no matter how no matter how far off we get. So um, these are one of these was suggested a hat tip to uh, Zach Shelton on the the Big Screen Sports Patreon group who thought about this. Let's let's kick off with this one: the top five Santas, top okay. five top five pop culture Santas. So you and I talked. We, we're doing movies and TV. Um, my list is is fairly chalk, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, I'm counting on you to to bring the let's let's. Let's start off, you know, what is your number five? And actually, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you looking for in a, in a fictional, in a pop culture Santa? I, I, I tried to go without, I didn't want to do just the jolly, happy, fat Santa because there are, there are a million though. Some of them much better than others. Obviously some are really great. Some are kind of like, this could not be more standard. Um, but I tried to go kind of outside of that for the most part, at least with my list. Nice call. Yeah, there there are the the jolly, warm, fatherly Santas. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I was tempted to, but didn't just include like like Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec as Andy wears a Santa suit at some point, and right. that's back when you know Chris Pratt was. We still loved him, and yeah. uh, you know, so th- that was tempting stuff like that. I kind of I kind of went pretty chalk, but um, you know, I like my Santa to be funny. That's mm-hmm. that's really the number one. I, I like my Santa to have a sense of humor about him for the most part. So I would say four of my five picks are at least somewhat humorous. We probably have a couple of crossover then. I do also have a couple that are like this character is not playing Santa. It's them in a Santa suit. That's kind of, I use yes. number my number five and four picks as sort of an honorable mentions where it's those like they're not Santa. They're just characters in a Santa suit for a bit. Okay, perfect. So what what is your number five? Uh, my number five is Schmidt from New Girl. Okay, um, you see New Girl? I saw this on a no. I, I okay. but I'm familiar. I know. I know Jake Johnson. I believe plays Schmidt, right? No, uh, Jake Johnson is Nick in that show. Schmidt okay. is Max Greenfeld. Okay. I think. Okay. Yes, yes, familiar with him as well. He so Schmidt works in an office where he's the only man in the office, and his boss makes him dress as sexy Santa at their Halloween <laughs> or at their Christmas party every single year. So he's just wearing like red fur lined underwear and just a tie and a Santa hat or something. Perfect. And it's, it's a super funny episode. It makes a whole big stink of it. And Schmidt's just a really funny character. So that's my number five. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So my number five, and this is more of an actor pick mm-hmm. is, uh, is Paul Giamatti is Fred Claus or is Santa yeah. Claus in Fred Claus. I love Giamatti. I think he should be in more. Mm-hmm. I, I also think Paul Giamatti is hilarious. I think everything he says is really funny. And you know, that's, Obviously, excluding roles like um, 
I don't know if you've seen Love and Mercy, the the movie about mm-hmm. Brian Wilson. Uh, he's he's excellent, but he plays like an abusive psychologist. Uh, but like in general, when he like, I just I'd find Paul Giamatti extremely entertaining. Like even in even in Saving Private Ryan, yeah, when he's that, you know, they randomly meet up with him in that town. Uh, I think he was a great choice for Santa Claus because Paul Giamatti does exasperated very well, and like he's Santa Claus. That that job seems like it'd be you know. Mm-hmm. Very exasperating, very frustrating. And then also he's dealing with Vince Vaughn as his brother. Fred Claus needs more shine. Fred Claus well. is good. Fred, Fred Claus is a good Christmas movie. Yeah. Fred Claus is, is solid. I'm I'm a big, I'm a big I and I think I think this is the year I probably show my kid Fred Claus. He's nine. Yeah. I think Fred Claus lines time. up with that. Yeah. Yeah. We so need to get Giamatti in more stuff. He's like doing Verizon commercials now. We need to get him in more. That's the thing. That's um and then that just clued me into, I probably should have considered some, um, some commercial Santas. Oh, I didn't even think about it. I didn't think I just yeah, thought about that. Uh, like the M&Ms, they do exist Santa. Oh, that that's, that's um, a good one. That's a classic, classic Santa. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, we absolutely need Giamatti and more and mm. more stuff. Um, what is your number four? My number four is Damien from Mean Girls. Um, oh, where Ooh, he's, that's a really good one. <laughs> the cedar is dressed as Santa and he's passing out candy grant. It just killed Mean Girls rules, by the way. I'm oh. Mean Girls is an incredible comedy. Um I just, can't believe I can't believe we haven't done Mean Girls on the pod yet. Oh, it needs to happen. It'd be so yeah, good. I need uh, to, but just I'm text him walking around right now. <laughs> please, God, please. I want it's like if you have a slot open for December still, please try to work it in there. Unfortunately, December has been really backed up because of like episodes like this. Like we we were pushing in some of the Patreon choices from November into December. Plus we've got the Patreon choices from December. So I don't know. I need December is the one where I need, I need there to be like seven Mondays in December. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. But just four for you, Glenn Coco, you go get Coco and none for Gretchen Wieners by it kills me every single time. I love iconic that Santa line. Iconic. My, my number four can be any more of the opposite. This okay. is my, <laughs> this is my chalkiest fatherliest Santa. And that is, that is Tom Hanks in the polar express because that oh, okay. is literally America's dad playing, playing Santa. I, yeah. it's pretty simple. I, where, where are you at on the polar express is a, is a movie experience uh mixed i i like the story i think it's a sweet good christmas story the animation does freak me out a little bit it's it's weird there's an uncanny valley hanging out in there for a bit hanks is the the like the bum like the tramp on the the train i i see what they were doing it's an accomplishment um it's certainly something that i think we went to movie theaters multiple times over multiple years to see the polar express, you know, Mm -hmm. they always like play it. And, you know, it's probably something I'll take my kid to at some point. Um, Yeah. The animation, I think if the polar express, I think if it was done now, we'd be a lot happier with it. Yeah. It just, it it was in a weird either now or in like 95 when they were still like, we're not going to get, we're going to, we're going to play it pretty simple. Uh, but I, yeah, it, it yeah, was kind of like a no brainer. I, I was, I was looking, I was trying to, I was gathering all the information on all the, the list of, of who's played Santa Claus. And I, then I remember that. And it's like, that is, that is probably who I would want Santa to be the most is Tom yeah. Hanks. Oh yeah. That would have been a good one too. It's just like, if someone in real life was actually Santa Claus, who do you want it to be? Tom Hanks. Be oh, that's, oh yeah. Let's, let's, Let's pocket that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Who's your number three? 
Uh, my number three is Kurt Russell from the Christmas Chronicles. Okay, Christmas Chronicles, one of my son's favorite Christmas movies. It's good. It's 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 another one that I'm picking because it's more interesting than just jolly old fat Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a little grittier. He's charming. He's funnier um, and a little more interesting while still fully being the kind and happy Santa. Um, I I think these movies are funny. These are good Christmas movies. They're not great. They came out on Netflix for a reason. Um, they're not like all timer Christmas movies for me or anything, but I do like them. And I think Kurt Russell is the best part of them. That would be one of the fun. What character of this actor would you want to bring in? Like which Kurt Russell character? Like if you had snake Pilsen as Santa, <laughs> that would be, that would be fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt um, Russell Christmas Chronicles, easy pick for me. Yeah. Okay. My number three is, uh, I pick, so we had multiple choices as far as which Grinch you could pick because like mm. the Grinch as Santa. My favorite Grinch is Cumberbatch Grinch. I like yeah. my Grinch to be very neurotic and nervous. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. The, the Cumberbatch Grinch movie. I, I, I really loved it. And he is my favorite Grinch as Santa for sure. That movie got a lot of hate for some weird reason. Like a lot of people really didn't like that movie. I loved it. I thought it was cute. It was a really good Same. Christmas movie. I'm also like one of my, I guess, hot takes is that I'm anti Jim Carrey. Hey, so I, are we talking in general or just as the Grinch? Both. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, I know it's not a popular I'm deciding. <laughs> I'm deciding. Yeah. Let's unpack that right now. So <laughs> our are there carry roles that get past the hate? Like, are there carry roles you enjoy? I think he's great in stuff like the Truman show Um, where he doesn't have to be over the top screaming, opening his mouth, the biggest that anyone's ever opened their mouth to scream really loud, rolling on the ground, physical comedy, Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? So like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind you're still, you're in on as well. Yeah. I think he's great in stuff like that. But I think when you get, you get stuff like, the Grinch and the mask. It's just like, it's not my thing. I I don't do the Grinch or the mask. I still think Dumb and Dumber is really funny. I haven't revisited Ace Ventura in a long time. Ace Ventura was one of my like all time favorites as a kid. Ace Ventura is kind of the peak of, okay, calm down, Jim Carrey. I'm not, I'm tired of this. It's just too much. You know what I mean? I need a little less from him sometimes, but like, I don't think he's a bad actor. I'm just, it's, it's not my kind of comedy, I guess. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, who is your number two? Uh, my number two, it's it's an animated character. I'm going with J.K. Simmons from Klaus. Oh, shit. That's that's good. That's yeah. good. Also also a movie my kid likes. And also like a newer, again, if mm-hmm. that, that animation had been the Polar Express, I think we'd like the Polar Express more. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Klaus is quickly becoming my favorite Christmas movie. It's hard to say it's my favorite because it's so new and Christmas is so deeply rooted in nostalgia. Um, but this is like, I think a few more viewings and it's going to be my number one. Um, he He's just a voice actor since it's animated, but the character is such an interesting and unique take on Santa. And J.K. Simmons does a really incredible job of being kind of like sad and angry, but still kind and giving and Santa um, with a character that's pretty much just known for being happy and jolly all the time. It's a really interesting take. And he's got this movie so good. He crushes it. J.K. Simmons has a great Santa voice. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, that's I, I like that. I like that. Um, so my my last two are very chalky, mm-hmm. extremely. Uh, number two for me is Billy Bob as uh, nice. Billy Bob Thornton is bad Santa. 
Uh, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, again, someone who kind of like Paul Giamatti, I find him both very entertaining, also very funny when he wants mm-hmm. to be funny. And I think I think Bad Santa is really funny. I don't I don't vibe with I don't like I don't watch Bad Santa too that much. Right. Um, but but Bad Santa, I thought was very funny. And Billy Bob Thornton is very funny in it. I I've just just big on Billy. There's rarely a situation where I think Billy Bob Thornton doesn't overact really, which is cool. Right. I agree. Like even in Armageddon, he's keeping it very, keeps it very like chill, except for the one scene where he, he gets to use the, the F bomb, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I just big on Billy Bob Thornton. Even he could do, he could also do like a, a non bad Santa Santa, like kind of mm-hmm. a gruffer Santa, but I think he'd be good at it. Billy Bob Thornton's really interesting because he's like a, he's one of those Ryan Reynolds type actors where he's just Billy Bob Thornton in every movie that he's in. He just picks the right movies to be Billy Bob Thornton in. And so yes. it works every time. Yes. Uh, Friday Night Lights, one of the just all time. Yeah. All time. Yeah. So he's good. incredible. He's perfect in it. He's just Billy Bob Thornton in that movie. He's not really like embodying this coach. He's just kind of playing himself. But Billy Bob Thornton is exactly who that character should be. And it works super well. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Who is your number one? Uh, my number one. This is the most standard pick on my list, probably because it's the Santa that I grew up with. And the Christmas movie that it's one of the few that I watch every year. It's Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. That is also my number one. It's got to be the Chalkies. Listen, yeah. we I think we now forget why tim allen was such a was so big in the night like home improvement buzz lightyear the santa claus right and i mean all the you know obviously like you know um all all the other movies and stuff but like tim allen is awesome like tim allen is really Tim Allen was awesome i think he's awesome he's kind of a wiener now (laughs) yeah like he's total wiener but we're we're talking on the talent the talent alone like if we're separating separating anything we know like yeah. And, it, you know, it's not like the guy's Kevin Spacey or anything like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he's just kind of a wiener. Um, Tim Allen is the Santa Claus. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the this was the Christmas movie in my house every single year. Like you kind of have your rotation of ones that you go through every couple of years or whatever. This is the one that I have to watch every year for it to feel like Christmas um, and my favorite of all time. Easy. The scene where they order lunch at the office and he mm-hmm. gets like 14 courses and, and, you know, the desserts and stuff is a true inspiration for everyone <laughs> who has felt closeted and not wanting to order dessert before. Yeah, that is that is an iconic performance. Or a warm chocolate chip cookie and a hot fudge sundae and a side salad. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. What it, did, did you have any honorable mentions? No, I, this one is a little harder to come up with because all of the honorable mentions that I think of are the standard miracle on 34th street. Yes. Uh, Mickey Rooney and the claymation. Yeah. The stop, stop motion animation ones. Yeah. I found this interesting. Yeah. I found this interesting. John Goodman has done the voice of Santa and Ben Santa uh at least uh in four times but in all sense. different instances not like not a so he's the voice of santa and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the movie in 98 he's also the voice of santa in futurama in 99 oh wow. he's santa in a live action version of the year without a santa claus that came out in 2006 uh i got mbc special mm-hmm. and then he was santa in 2012 the voice of santa and it's a spongebob christmas <laughs> it makes so that's sense. a wide variety um Ted Lasso, the Ted Lasso Santa just at the end of the Christmas special. That was yeah. an honorable mention for me as well, because I think that's a really nice touch. At the end of that. Yeah. episode. 
Yeah, it's yeah, that's really good. When we were we had talked about doing holiday scenes, and I was like, what if I just did all Ted Lasso? It's very on brand for the show. So. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I mean, that that Christmas special, I'm so glad exists is something I now will look forward to to watching every single Christmas. Yeah. Ever. Spoiler alert. We've got a uh, holiday episode uh, episode of rankings coming out soon that will get lots of Ted Lasso talk. Everyone go subscribe to that. Uh, let's take a quick ad break and then we're going to get back with the top five fictional athletes we would want to invite to holiday dinner. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so we're back. Um, so this this was something that you and I, this wasn't a Patreon suggestion. This was something that, that you and I chopped it up on. The top five fictional athletes you would want to invite to your holiday dinner. And we're not mm. specifying what the holiday, you know, I always, I think of, uh, I think of Thanksgiving dinner or think yeah. like Thanksgiving meal is what I think of. So we, how we do it is we do Thanksgiving at like 1.30 to 2.30, something around that time, because then, then like, then that goes into the Cowboys game as yeah. Cowboys fans. And then dinner is just, is just leftovers. We ate it. I think at like nine o'clock last night, which was, yeah. Um, the, what do you have? Like, do you, when you, when you were thinking about these athletes that you, these fictional athletes that you're bringing to dinner, did you have like an ideal place setting for them? Like uh, when, when it, when it's happening, what, what, what occasion it is. Yeah. Thanksgiving is the, it, cause it's the okay. one more so than any other holiday, at least for us, it's the one with the most people. It's the one where everybody is sitting at the table together. Yes. Our, our, we don't really do a Christmas day dinner. Christmas day is normally everybody's back at their house kind of chilling. Mm -hmm. um, we do a Christmas Eve dinner though, but it's not nearly, it's not as big of a deal. You're not in the kitchen all day. Not everybody shows up for it. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Our, our Christmas Eve thing has always been, uh, regardless of who's there has always been like, um, all appetizer based. Like it's all, it's mm. all like finger foods, like a lot, a lot of stuff like that. Um, very, very light. Uh, so yeah, that, that's kind of Thanksgiving was what I was envisioning as well, or the, we don't do this, but essentially the, the scene from Christmas vacation, like that kind of dinner, just yeah. that kind of atmosphere lot. I'm thinking multiple generations, multiple segments of family. Yeah. Same. So cool i have an honorable mention do you have any honorable mentions because I, I think with these i'd be surprised if we we cross we we might a few times but do you have any no. honorable mentions no honorable mentions my I, I kept my list uh fairly concise um i guess if i i i had a couple that i wrote down and then eliminated later but like 
Danny Rojas, Ted Lasso would be yes. an all timer. Everyone a, from Ted Lasso. Dot yeah. Nate, I think would be uh, yes, would be a good one. Um, my uh, my only honorable mention, and I you'll see why he didn't fit in the list, was uh, uh from Little Big League, Ken Griffey Jr. I would love for Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> to come to <laughs> to come to my Thanksgiving yeah. meal. Yeah. Me too. I just, it would be intimidating. I don't know that I don't know that I'd say anything, but it would. Be I don't great. know now because he's just like warm dad who takes a lot of pictures. Like that's that's, that's his vibe now. I think I think he's him, dad and, him and ninety five would be tough. But yeah, now he's just like I've got my big camera, and I do you guys want to see what some of the stuff I shot? <laughs> yeah, that's so. Awesome. Uh, what is your number five? Okay, so I I had a strategy for my entire list. Um, I. There are a couple of different ways you can go. You you can go the good vibes. Someone is going to be like a happy and nice. You can go somebody who's going to be a fun time and a storyteller. I went, I see I'm unmarried. I have no kids. And so a holiday dinner is a battleground for me. And yeah. so I want somebody who's going to take as much attention off of me as possible. That's good. That's that's, smart. that's my strategy here. So I didn't, I didn't go for good vibes. Um, I didn't go for fun time. I went for attention grabbers so that I don't get bombarded with when am I going to get grandkids questions. Perfect. Um, so my number five is Michael Squins Paladoris from the Sandlot. That that's a lot of a lot of interesting questions directed that guy's way. Exactly. First of all, kid's a storyteller. Um, yeah. he's gonna be talking up a storm, telling everybody at the table about the beast and getting the ball back from him and how he seduced his much older wife. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be all like all eyes are gonna be on him. He takes a million years to get his stories out. No one's gonna have time to bother me with questions. Um, I should clarify with these that I don't want to be the person who invited them. Mm. I, I think that they need to be by extension somebody else who invited them. Because if you invite the person who is a bad time or causes a scene, that by extension gets gets put on you Smart. and you're forever the person who invited that person. So I think with some of these, like my number five, I probably wouldn't be the one to invite them, but I would want them to be here. And so my number five, my thinking behind this is everyone, they're always the good social media posts about, oh, how do you talk to your crazy uncle and stuff like that? I don't really have one. I have two uncles. Um, one is they're, they're both fairly standard. My family is very, is both sides pretty liberal. So there's never really any disagreements like that. It's more like I'm more progressive than you and, and shit like that. So <laughs> I don't have like a crazy drunk uncle or anything. So I feel like I missed out. So, uh, my number five would be a uh, buttermaker from the bad news bears. Oh yeah. Who, um, listen, I don't know how Walter Matthau leaned or anything like that, but I mean, just like he would want to smoke at the table. Mm -hmm. He would show up, you know, pretty inebriated by the end of the meal might fall asleep in the mashed potatoes. That's kind of a guy that, that that's a wild card that I would like to bring into yeah. that dynamic. Um, and then if we could combine two of his characters, there's uh buttermaker and then the Senator he plays in JFK who has the initial, like the misgivings <laughs> on the, so that, that guy, that sandwich is I think perfect for, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Bringing in a little chaos, bringing in a crazy drunk uncle. That's a good time. It's a great pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, that, and that's something that like my meals, my, my holiday meals yeah. need. Uh, so who's your number four? Uh, my number four is Charlie Willoughby from everybody wants some. Oh, um, okay. First nice. of that's all, pick. first of all, he's not going to be shy about filling up his plate, which I think is crucial for a first time guest because you always have the awkward tiptoeing around the buffet line and don't want to overstep my bounds. And it just makes things a little uncomfortable for everybody. He's yeah. not going to be shy about filling up his plate because he's 
he's starving for obvious reasons. Yeah, he's he's the guy who's going to suggest, hey, do you want to go around for a walk around the block before before <laughs> yes. the meal? He's yeah, that guy. exactly. Uh, he's going to be super complimentary of the food, which will make my mom happy, which is yeah, always a, a very yes. important for a guest. Um, and he's going to spend the entire meal asking the weirdest pseudo philosophical questions that will keep everyone occupied and confused until it's time for the Cowboys game to start, which means nobody's going to be bothering me with questions. That is a, a perfect pick. Would it shock you to know that I also have someone from Everybody Wants Some? Um, a very <laughs> obvious pick on on my list. Let's. I'll just. My number three is uh, is Finnegan, A.K. Glenn Powell yeah, from uh, for Everybody Wants Some. I, I don't really need to say a whole lot. That would no. be wonderful. It would be a great time. Super charming, super talkative. That's a perfect dinner guest. Yeah. Uh, my number four is. Uh, so I was thinking about this too. Uh, my there's no one over six feet in my family. Mm. Um, I would probably say I am the best eater. Like in terms of mass, how much people are eating, I am probably the go-to as far as like, let's see who's going to go back to the buffet the most. Um, with that being said, I, I want to see what a unit looks like at, at Thanksgiving. We don't no offensive linemen in my family. So uh, I am inviting Ray Jackson from Bloodsport. <laughs> to uh to Thanksgiving. Can I tell you I thought about Ray Jackson for Bloodsport for my list for the same perfect. bit that I had been going on for the whole time. Perfect. Yeah, because one, he's gonna drink 24 beers. Yeah, he's not gonna drink wine, he's not gonna drink it, he's gonna drink beer. He's gonna bring his own, he's gonna bring a case it's of beer. Be the that, cheapest beer he could possibly find. He's bringing natty ice and he's going back <laughs> to the buffet four or five times. Yeah. Loud burps at the table. Um, we'll probably say the same thing about he'll he'll I feel like he'd give a bunch of hyperbolic statements. Oh, this is the best turkey I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Some something like that. Like rage, and he just generally a great time. And then he is sleeping on the couch for the entirety of the Cowboys game. Yeah, it's snoring so loud you can hardly hear the announcers. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly it. I thought about Ray Jackson on my list for the same. I just like he's gonna be so loud and obnoxious that nobody's gonna even think to look at me the whole time perfection perfection what is uh so what is your number three then uh my number three is he's not going to be an interesting conversationalist it's he's just a spectacle um and everyone's going to be so confused as to why he's there and what he is that that it's all eyes are going to be on him i'm going with the blue sean bradley monstar from space jam <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> listen he's massive he's an alien my mom if he's sitting at the table my mom will not be in the right headspace to ask me when she's getting grandchildren or whether or not i voted for greg abbott um when there's a giant alien sitting next to me you know what i mean he's at least nine feet tall he's no, ma- more he's though i think they're i think they're taller than the, the hoop i believe yeah they're up there if not then they're they're certainly up there but he's massive but he's the one nice one he's the only one that's not yes. just a massive kind of evil jerk um and so he'd at least be kind but it's just like hey if there's a big blue alien sitting next to me you you're not gonna have time to ask me what's going on in my personal life i think he would also eat stuff that's not food like you're not counting like he would that's just pick true. up the plate and be You'd like you have to mm, make a yum. plate for him for sure because you can't yeah he can't walk around my parents house is not their ceilings are not that tall you got to make him his plate for him yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, my number two is like, let's get zany. Let's have a complete wild card in and let's have someone who is not from the States who doesn't under like Thanksgiving is. So I, I picked Nigel, the leg gruff from the replacements. Wow. Who, yeah. Cause, cause that guy, like he understands what Thanksgiving is about, like food, get real hammered and stuff like that. But he's, he doesn't care about, uh, 
let's just say like political correctness or just yeah. polite. Like, I just think that guy at the table, like chain smoking the whole time would be a really good time. He'd be a driver of conversation. He would also respond. He would interject in certain stories with very inappropriate comments. And I think that would be a good mix. Are you worried he would steal all your valuables? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, we would, we would sit him, my parents, like obviously like have the, uh, the, the thing that holds all the, the China that they never use and haven't opened in, in years. We would sit him on the opposite side of that one. Yeah. Of, of that. Of that. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. You brought up the replacements when I was think when I was in my, I almost picked Ray Jackson because I want loud, obnoxious. I almost picked John Favreau's character from the replacements, the crazy linebacker. Except you don't want to bring a cop. You don't want to bring a cop to the yeah, holiday. Then I, then I realized like, oh, when he's not on the football field, he's a cop. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. I almost, uh, I thought about the, the sumo wrestler from the replacements and the same yeah. thing is I just want to see a unit eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. all your food's gone. Nobody, then you don't get leftovers and that's kind of a bummer. Thanks. That's leftovers are a big deal. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is Harry Potter. Okay. He's, player. <laughs> He's an athlete. Um, <laughs> that, that works. The kid can't not be the center of attention. No matter where he goes, no matter who he's around, he's somehow the center of attention. Um, Murder I'll, plot at your holiday dinner. It would be so interesting to talk about. Would be. <laughs> you know I mean? would be. The, the whole family is going to be asking him questions about magic and Voldemort and him being the chosen one. He'll be able to do some cool like party tricks with magic to keep everyone focused on him and not focused on me. And I'll he be could refill the good dishes mm-hmm. and he can make the bad dishes disappear. So the person who made them doesn't feel bad about it. Yeah. See, he's got like there's so many benefits to having a little dorky wizard at your at your Thanksgiving dinner. I, I would agree. I and would he's agree. technically uh, an athlete, so it counts. Um, everyone in the world can guess my number one. So what is your number one? Uh my number one is Airbud. I just love dogs. I mean <laughs> you can't argue with it. I just love it's, dogs. Hey, yeah. you know, dogs rules. There's not, yeah. there's little, not little a little food from say. the table. Yeah. Little, you want some of this turkey? Yeah. Have you ever enjoyed a meal with a golden retriever sitting under or sitting on your feet under the table? It's a great time. Perfection. You, you can't argue with that <laughs> yeah, at all. It's a perfect pick. I want, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, who is my number one? Tell me. Ted Lasso. Oh, I mean, no, it's Crash Davis, but Ted Crash Lasso. Would be, I mean, Ted Lasso would be so. Okay. If we're, if we're breaking down who would be better, Ted Lasso or Crash Davis. Ted Lasso is going to, he's going to, obviously he's going to compliment anything. He is, Ted Lasso is great about, he's always asking questions about people. So everyone at the table is going to learn something about him. He's going to make them feel good about themselves. Like Crash is just, he's going to, he's going to talk about whatever he wants. And he, you know, we might get into some JFK conspiracy or not. (laughs) We might get into, you know, just in general, like talking about his life in the minor leagues. Like he's not... He's not going to be as uplifting for the entire table, but I think he might be more interesting. I he also might it, he will also hit on your mom and wife both. Oh yeah, so that, yeah. Which I mean is, that's might, that's a might make things weird. They also might enjoy that. I think <laughs> like that. That's a, <laughs> that's a tough. That's a, you know, <laughs> that's a t- tough go for me personally. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I I don't know. Like Crash just an icon for me personally. So I, mm. I had to lean that. But yeah, Ted Lasso would be, I think he would be the best guest for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be kind. He's going to bring a fun dessert. He's going to like overshare. Yeah. It'd be, he'd be perfect. But yeah, Cr- Crash is a much more fun guest. But yeah, I'd be worried about him hitting on my mom. 
That's a, that's a good point too. That's a real good point. Roy <laughs> Kent would also be a great guest. Yeah, Roy Kent would be a great guest. Yeah, how many how many f bomb? Like it depends on how big your children's table is. Is if mm. you want to you want to bring Roy yeah. Kent. Very few kids at our Thanksgiving, so not that worried about it. Yeah, we've we've really got one to two, depending on where we are. One one to two to three, but now the the third is a teenager, so it doesn't really count. So yeah, yeah, I, I think you know Roy, Roy would be great, but um, I, I think we put together some bang up lists. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel good about it. Yes. Um, stuck to my bit, which is important. That's very 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 important. <laughs> All right, so we had some patrons chime in on what their their favorite film Santas are. Um, the guy the guy who suggested the category, Zachary Sheldon, he had tip to you, Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles, Alec Baldwin in Rise of the Guardians. I have not oh. seen Rise of the Guardians. Big on Alec Baldwin, though. Yeah, I kind of forgot about Rise of the Guardians. I think I saw it in theaters. It came out like Thanksgiving weekend or something a hot minute ago. But yeah, good. he actually has a lot of your list. So he has Ed Asner and Elf, which you mentioned. And then he has Tim Allen in the Santa Claus, which is ours and then jk simmons and klaus so mm. kind of kind of great you, list you you two would be yeah great list uh jason alba his number five was also giovanni so me and him right there right there vibing uh he had jack skellington in nightmare before christmas where oh. he had on nightmare before christmas uh i'm not a tim burton guy he's a he he's a little weird this is not quite so out there weird tim burton i think as as a lot of his stuff i am sick of it though because i had a girlfriend in high school who that's the only movie she watched and so i watched it three times a week for six months or whatever yeah that's not what you want uh he had ed astner and elf and then uh he had a switcheroo of my top two he had tim allen at two and then he had billy bob at, at one so that the the Tim Allen Billy Bob combo I think is the most like chalk chalk thing there is really because it's like the funny crude Santa and then the Santa we all grew up with yeah um Patty Houlihan who again best name in the Patreon <laughs> uh he had Billy Bob at number five he had Giamani at four Tim Allen at three Asner at one and then this is the first he had Richard Attenborough and Miracle on 34th Street mm-hmm that is another fun one to replace a character because if we had John Hammond from Jurassic Park as Santa Claus, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, think about good. what gifts that Santa is giving out because that Santa doesn't understand the concept of danger. <laughs> Just give me a raptor for Christmas, Grandpa. My, my child, I gave you a nice chainsaw for Christmas. <laughs> um, he has, and then Patty also had a question, um, and I, I didn't prepare you for this, so we, we might have to, to pause and think. Uh, must watch Thanksgiving Day weekend film that is not Thanksgiving or that is not Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or planes, trains, and automobiles. Do you have a go to? It's Thanksgiving weekend. So he said, um, these are both, these have Thanksgiving scenes. So he said, Spider Man, the Defoe's turkey carving scene where he yeah, realizes that uh, Peter, Peter is Spider Man, uh, American Gangster, the Josh Brolin turkey at the door car explosion. I love American Gangster. And then he said the the doors, the entire Thanksgiving scene with the duck. I don't have like a Thanksgiving. There's not a lot of great Thanksgiving movies or TV shows out there. No, I feel like Thanksgiving is a good weekend for let's throw on that 90s action stuff. Con Air. Let's um, do you. Do you look at Thanksgiving as the kickoff for let's watch some Christmas movies? Yes, I this is when okay. I start this is when I start Christmas stuff. I also yes. I I'll, I'll just p- put on things that have like fall vibes. Knives Out is a great one. It's a very Ooh, like that's, this is that's a fall. A it's not a Thanksgiving movie, but it's a fall movie. Um and so stuff like kn- Knives Out's the first thing that came to mind even though it's it's not Thanksgiving. Stuff with sweaters. Yes, um, lots of lots of sweaters. 
this will be a good so weekend yet. to throw on throw on the Grinch, throw on again the the Cumberbatch Grinch, because mm-hmm. uh, the Cumberbatch Grinch came out Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Um. The when it whenever it came out, so I because I remember that. Um. It's also like now at least now specifically is a really good. There's a lot of stuff in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Both for for kids and adults. Uh. So that's good. Um. It's a it's a good time to throw on Harry Potter. I would yes. say. This is Thanksgiving. I, I usually do a Harry Potter and a Lord of the Rings rewatch around this time of year. Yeah, which is which is smart, which which is the way to do it. Um, what did we what did we watch? Uh what did we watch? Well, we watched uh <laughs> on on Thanksgiving night, we watched Ticket to Paradise, the new uh rented Clooney and Julie Roberts rented on yeah. DOD. It's it's a good um it's a good when Harry met Sally time. Yeah, I was about to say when Harry Met Sally, um, Dead Poets Society is usually around this time of year. It's a very fall movie for me. I will say I'm not a Dead Poets Society guy. Watch it once, I'm it. good with that. That's enough. That's enough yeah. for me. It's, like, it's I, listen, I, I I understand. Oh, Captain, my Captain, I get it. Like, you know, but yeah. there, I, there's just others. You know, if I'm gonna watch Ethan Hawke or Robin Williams and watch something else, I'm not mad. Yeah, I I very much get it. It's a very particular kind of movie. Goodwill Hunting, maybe. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting, the 2019 Little Women for me is a big one. We that is one that my wife was really big on, and then I caught it in spurts to the point where I've now seen the whole movie. Yes, it's it's so good. God, it's so good. Yeah, I mean there there's a lot there's a lot for this weekend. But that being said, we got three minutes until uh, Team USA and England kick off. I'm still technically at work, so uh, Danny, tell the folks where they can follow you, where they can check out the rankings. Yeah, you can check us out on uh, Twitter and Instagram, though we don't use the Twitter super often. I'll, I'll jump in there sporadically. It's uh, at Rank Kings Pod with a double K in the middle. Uh, check out the show. Join our Discord. It's free. Um, and you give us ideas for episodes or talk shit about our lists. Kind of whatever works for you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Big Screen Sports, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Rain leader review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'll be back next Monday talking a movie. Not really sure what it's going to be yet, but uh, the folks in the Patreon will know before you. That's patreon.com slash Big Screen Sports. Thanks for listening.